0: The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the Knapsack Files studios in Studio City, California, this is the three things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. March has already come and gone. I cannot believe it supposed to record one of these a month and I just realized the month is almost done and I needed to record this. So this is going to be a maybe a shorter three things but uh, also uh, you know one with uh, really reflecting where my mind is as we head in to not only April which is my birthday month but the weekend. And I was thinking As I'm driving home from a very long day of work, both at Collider, then I had to go work over at, uh, appear on uh, movie fights for Screen Junkies, not complaining, just a long day. And I got home, and uh, I was like, oh, what am I going to do for this weekend? let, Let me plan this weekend out. And I thought, well, there you go. Here's the three things I think you need to do to make for a great weekend. Now, I'm not counting getaway trips on the weekend. I'm not counting those weekends where you just need to lock yourself in your room and sleep all weekend because something's gone on. I'm talking about in general, in general, a normal two-day weekend where you have both days off. Now, for a long time, 17 plus years, I worked in a job where I worked one, if not two, Days out of the uh, weekend. I did not have traditional weekends. I had Sunday, Mondays off, Wednesday, Thursdays off for a while. For a year and a half, I had Tuesday, Thursdays off, which was, um, you know, you think it's all right. You're like, know, you know, all right, come back for one day and you get another day off, but you can never really accomplish anything. You can never really fully get rested. It's why uh, God created weekends. I-, I believe that's what happened, right? So uh, here is my, quickly my three things on. How to make a good weekend. Number three, on at least one of the days. You have two to choose from. On at least one of the days, I recommend you sleep in at least two hours past your normal wake-up time. So for me, nowadays, that's generally 7 a.m. on the work week. The alarm goes off. I might snooze to 7.20 and I'm up. But 7 a.m., My brain starts to wake up. So at least one of the days, I don't get up earlier. No alarm, no nothing, if I can help it, prior to 9 a.m. This does a lot of things. This is a spiritual thing. Hear me out here, folks. This is deep stuff. Swear it's just water in my jar this late night recording session. It is a mental reset button. Because you feel as though you're getting away with something. You know, I'm, now I am, I'm. I'm saying you do this at least once out of the two days, because sometimes if I do it on both weekend days, I feel a little guilty. I feel as though I'm wasting the days off, because I think too. And this may be, this would be like point four. You know, try to have a full weekend. Again, sometimes, like I said up top, you might just need a weekend where you put on some sweatpants on a Friday night at 8 p.m., and you don't take them off until, you know, Monday morning, 7 a.m., and you don't get out of bed, and you eat a pizza, and and you just kind of need that total collapse to reset everything. That's a different thing. I'm talking, again, normal weekend. So I feel one of the days you should kind of have it full. Feel like you're up and at them and have a full day ahead, and you don't have work in the way. You don't have chores in the way. Try to, you know... Try to get some of your grocery shopping done during the week. Uh, This is another. I should have made this the 10 things. This is all coming out of my brain right now. But that's why I think one of the days, guilt-free, free free of charge for your subconscious there and your guilty conscience, just turn off the alarm, get up at least two hours after your normal wake-up time. Because when you finally roll out of bed, you're thinking to yourself, you're like, I got away with one. I got away with one. Your body is thinking we we weren't yanked out of bed by some electronic device beeping or playing a crappy uh, FM radio song. We uh, we got to get up on our own accord. It's like a personal it's like personal freedom for your brain and your soul, and you get to lay there for a second. Hey, Luke, if you want to read in bed, grab a comic book. I don't know what you want to do in bed in the morning. Go for it. Make it happen that's on you that's a different rule but there's something when you roll over and you look at the clock and you say well I I normally would be up two hours earlier but here I am still in bed and it's completely okay and that's the other key thing that is the key thing to guilt free second day get up early maybe maybe I'm okay with two days in a row just don't make it a habit you know what I mean Cause if you roll out of bed, there's nothing worse to me. Where on a weekend, you get out of bed, and it's a, say say normally are seven a.m. or eight a.m. waker upper. You get out of bed and it's <laughs> and it's like eleven thirty. Oh sure, that sounds good. And every once in a while, I'm okay with it. But I think if you if you you do it all the time, you're cutting. By the time you get up. You know, hit the bathroom. Put on put on a, a a good decent pair of sweatpants and slippers if you if you already have given up on life. Uh, get a breakfast, whatever your breakfast is. I'm not a big breakfast person. I love breakfast foods, just not at breakfast time. Grab a protein bar, granola bar, yogurt, whatever you have. Orange juice, whatever you have to wake up. But it's 12:30 p.m. It's almost 1 p.m. If you do that, if you're up at 11:30, and then by then. You, you know, if you go have lunch, you're really having dinner. If you want to go out and have friend, dinner with friends, it's, it's very late. Then you're up 2, 3 a.m. And that you can't do that every weekend. What are you, 20? You can't do that. And then the next day, you're going to wake up at noon because you're still tired from the day before. And then your weekend is squashed. I'm trying to give... I wake up early enough on one of the days so you have a big playing field for your weekend. But it starts again with one of the days. Choose one. Or maybe just go with what your heart tells you. I, I maybe, if, uh, maybe it's Saturday. Maybe it's Sunday. Well, what does the body need? It alternates with me. Sometimes I'm up early on, sun time, on Sundays. Sometimes it's Saturday. I don't know. I let my brain choose. That's what I'm recommending. Give yourself one day where you sleep two hours past your normal wake-up time. Point number two, do one thing outside. That's right. Put down your game boys and your speaking spells. Put down your diaries and your crossword puzzles and go outside for just one event. could be a nice healthy walk. You guys know if you've listened long term. You know that I like a good walk. Clears your brain. Settles your soul. I like that. Uh, You could do that. Go work out in the park. Maybe you know if you're like me, you work out in a gym a lot. You go to your, I go to my friend's house and they have a big gym, and, and he we work out there. And uh, you know, maybe on a Saturday, I go walk to the park where there's an outside gym, and I just work out with the with the birds and the bees out there. Oh, birds and the bees means something else apparently. I don't know. Uh, do that. Do do uh, get in your car. Get in your car and drive. Just keep driving. I get a little snack probably at a Seven Eleven. You know, I love my Seven Elevens. And, and I get in the car and I drive. Now, does driving in a car count as getting outside? I'll tell you what, sometimes it does. Thank you very much. Sometimes. Maybe it's weather conditions. Maybe it's just the condition of my soul that day. I count driving in a car, turning on some music, having a snack, having a little can of a Monster Energy drink or water if you want to be a better person. Um, and maybe I stop at a Del Taco. All right. I'll admit it. And then I'll drive. I'll just drive and drive and drive. Maybe it, if it helps, roll down the window. Roll down the window. So you feel some of the natural breeze, the natural sunlight, the smell of the clouds. Maybe if you feel all that, you feel like you're outside in your car. I can accept it. But maybe you get to a location and it's a park you're not familiar with. Pull over, get out, maybe go to a park bench, maybe lay down on the grass, look up in the sun. Look, check, it, check your watch. Give it about five minutes. You're good. Get back in the car. Go play tennis with a friend. Go golf. Though, I'll tell you what, golfing's a different thing. I do like to golf. It's been a long time since I've golfed. But one of the reasons I don't golf as much anymore is I used to golf about every Sunday with some friends of mine. And it was, you know, I loved it. A friend of mine named named Matt, Matt Dickinson, good old friend of mine. We used to golf all the time. Loved it. But that can take up a day. You know, three, four hours, five hours. If you can get some food after it's six hours. Now it's I love the company, but sometimes sometimes I just I wanna have other things to do in the day. It's kinda like the same principle of of waking waking up too late on both weekend days. So if you're gonna golf on a Sunday Maybe clear up your schedule on a Saturday. That's all I'm saying. But golfing, definitely outside. Golfing is relaxing until it goes bad and you break things. Um, go to the driving range, maybe. Grab your friend, go to the driving range. That's another answer as well. That is something you could do. But do one thing outside, and you know what? I am, I am officially counting this. This is Mark This Down. I told you, this is a weird ed- edition of the three things. I'm telling you, when I say do one thing outside, I am counting restaurant patios. That's right, that's outside, is it not? Are we trying? You don't want to get technical with this. Let's get technical. You're not inside a Chili's. You're outside at the patio of the Chili's. That counts as well. All right. If you do it during the day, nice lunch. You got the sun shining down. You can hear those birds cheap chirping. Hear the bark of the dogs. The roar of the cars. You know, polluting your meal. That counts as being outside. Now, why do I think you need to be outside at least once? Because during the week, during the week, you're cooped up. You're in your office. You're in your factory work floor. You're, you're, you're running around doing things. You get up. You run. You're late. You take a shower. You run. You eat in the run. You, you eat, eat your breakfast in the car. I am. How many breakfasts and lunches I've had inside a, a Camry? You drive over to work, you get in, you're in meetings, you're, you're taking phone calls, you're at your computer, you're at your computer all day. And then when you're not at your computer, you're on your phone. This is what we do now, right? So that's what I'm saying. You just need to do on the weekend one thing outside. Now, is it a hike? Maybe. Maybe. Could be a hike. Hike. Hiking takes a lot of commitment, though. I'll tell you what. I do like to hike. I'll go through hiking moods. I do like to hike. If you th- don't fool yourself into thinking I don't, I do like to hike. But that is a commitment. Now, are you the type of person that likes to get up at six a.m. to hike? I think you're a monster. If that's what you are, I don't, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, if you're you're a monster, I'm like a eight thirty a.m. hiker. I know it gets hotter. I know it gets more crowded. I totally understand. But waking up early is a horrible thing. It is an abomination. So I I prefer a little afternoon hiking. All right? I think that's what the song Afternoon Delight was about. I could be mistaken. I think they were singing Afternoon deli- Hike. I think they meant to say hike, but the word delight happened. That's what I believe. Um, uh, but I do enjoy hike, an early evening hike. If you're comfortable enough... With the location and the trail, and you don't think night is going to fall and you're going to be trapped out there with the snakes and the lions and the bears, I think a little early evening, late afternoon, dusk hike is okay, all right? Bring a flashlight and, and maybe a tent and a knife, and you'll be all right. All right, that's number two. Do one thing outside, and yes, restaurants count. The number one thing. On this week's and this month's weird edition of the three things are the three things you need to do to have a nice weekend. Well, let's recap, okay? You probably forgot already. It's 13 minutes in. Sleep in at least two hours past your normal bedtime, your normal wake-up time, excuse me, at least once. Number two, do one thing outside. And number one, get all of your crying for the week past and the week to come done right here on the weekend. That's right. 'Cause during the work week, you ain't got time to bleed. You're running around, you're working hard. Look at the I'm recording this. I'll pull the curtain back a little bit. I am recording this ten o'clock on a Thursday night. I got to work, I woke up at seven a.m. I got to work at uh, a little bit before eight thirty, some meetings. I did an episode of Movie Talk, did an episode of Jedi Council, two more meetings ate in the car raced over to Defy Media Beverly Hills did 3 hours of broadcasting over there now I'm here and then I went over to Josh Tapia's house from JT from JT Movie Thinks, Screen Junkies and Collider and Schmoes and um, I did a filmed a video over there that's going to be released next week about VR gaming it was cool and now I'm here recording I'm not a hero calm down calm down I'm not a hero I'm just saying that's a lot of my work week that's Monday through Friday I have a lot of emotions pent up. I have a lot of emotions buried in me. And they need to come out on the weekend. Get, I get all my real serious crying done on the weekends. Now, I try not to, uh, it, you know, if, a, it's, if it's the day that I'm sleeping in two hours, I'd like to not get the crying done there. If it's the one thing I'm doing outside, I cry a lot driving around in my car. That's a good place to cry. If you got good sunglasses on to hide it, uh, maybe it's a sad song. Maybe you're listening to a you know a song by Train, and it's making you cry. And that's okay. You can hide it up. And I'm not ashamed of crying. I think you all know this. Um, but you know maybe maybe the car's is not always the best place. I definitely suggest you don't cry in one of the parks that I suggested earlier that you go to, and don't cry on a hike, and. Maybe don't cry in the patio at Chili's though. That's maybe has caused some tears before in other people. I find a good spot. Maybe maybe it's a Friday night. You cry yourself to sleep, like a hard cry. I'm not talking the Tuesday night crying yourself to sleep. I'm talking about the Friday night sob until two in the morning because you can't solve any of your life's problems and it is total despair. Get it out of the way Friday night. That way you have Saturday and you have Sunday with your emotions free. And then maybe on Sunday night you do a little recap cry. You think about your problems and get, but you don't go too deep with it. You just kind of, oh, checkmate, check. Yep, that's right. There's some stuff going on that I'm not going to have time to cry about during the week. Uh, get all that emotion. Because you, you're, you need to be on your A game Monday through Friday. Especially if you're going to, like I'm saying, don't don't go grocery shopping on every weekend. It's, it's, that's crazy pants. Try to go grocery shopping on a Tuesday night on the way back of work. Get that out of the way. And, and if, if you're grocery shopping on a Tuesday night after work, you don't have time to cry to the best of your ability. So that's why I save it up Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, I try to keep it all together. And then Saturday, Sunday, or like I said, a good Friday night, I just cry. I feel how terrible I am. I let it all soak in. And then it, boom, comes out. Just tears, rainfall. Oh, and if it's raining, you can go for a walk, cry in the rain. You can check a lot of things off your list for a good weekend. Oh, you think I'm lying? No, this is good. This is good strategy. I want you all to try it. I know it's a different edition here of the three things. I try to sometimes dig deep and inspire people. No, I'm inspiring you from a different side. I'm inspiring you to really, really empty out your emotions when it is more convenient for your life. So that way you can focus Monday through Friday. Imagine the things you will be able to accomplish. If you follow this step, if you get all of your crying done, you will have a clear mind. You ever do those things? You ever hear those people that are like, I went 30 days without social media and it felt so good. In fact, I am still going. I've, I'm going for 45 days. And on the 45th day, they're like, I deleted Instagram. I'm keeping Snapchat, Twitter and Facebook. I deleted Instagram. Then you check with them a little day, a couple days later and they're like, Snapchat's gone. Twitter's fine, but I've set all my privacy uh, settings on Facebook to completely private. No one can find me. And you know, Some of them, not always, but some of them, by like the 90th day, they're like, the only thing I have is my LinkedIn profile. It's the only thing currently active. You know that same principle? That's what I'm saying. You, you Monday through Friday, if you don't have to worry about crying, you'll feel like those people who only have LinkedIn profiles after 90 days of turning off social media, uh, I, I, th- trust me, this will work. If you follow these steps, sleep in two hours past your normal wake-up time. Do one thing outside, even, even if that's the patio, and then get all of your crying done in the weekend. Choose a night. Choose an afternoon. Choose, uh, choose an hour at least. Give yourself an hour at least. Can you do that for me? Can you do that? Give me at least an hour of solid crying on the weekend, and you will start to feel more clarity during the week. I swear to the heavens, I swear by the light of the seven, the old gods and the new, do this and you will be all right. That is the three things for this week. You can follow me on Twitter at Ken Knapsack. Use the hashtag TNF3Things, uh, the number three, and let me know what you thought and give me your tips for good weekend planning, and let me know your favorite night to cry. Maybe I'm the only one. You can find this podcast on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review if you are there. The reviews and ratings really do help for bigger and better things. Podomatic and Stitcher are home as well. And uh, we have new for 2017 the Patreon page. We have some great supporters on there already getting to share and some of the wonderful rewards for being part of the NAPSOC Files support team. That is it. That is it for this month. Three things will be back in April. It's my birthday month. Can't, it's the one year anniversary of not just me turning 40. It's the one year anniversary of when I decided unexpectedly to stop doing the Knapsack Files. Can I survive this month? I think I will because of you guys. I love you so much for joining me on this crazy adventure. That is the three things. We'll see you next time.